Hello, Colleen. Hello. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning. We are now the proud owners of an almost C Corp, but I think a not a not yet C Corp. I actually Congrats. I kind of thought we were C Corp already, but apparently not. So it's been kind of it's been kind of a nightmare, huh? Yes, it has. I do think the funniest part is we thought we were complete as a C Corp, and then we found mm-hmm. out we were not. So yeah. it has definitely been um, quite the journey to get here. And obviously, um, this is why we pay attorneys ungodly amounts of money, because you and I have no idea what is going I know. on here. I, our attorney, I, our attorneys are quite good and obviously um, worth it to handle this for us, but man alive. Yes, um, way more than I anticipated. I, of course, am not going to share the amount here, but I shared it with my indie hacker group. We had a meetup the mm. other night, and people were just like, you did what? And I was like, I know. Apparently, this is a whole thing. One of my, and I'm sh- I'm sure he was exaggerating, but one of the guys um, made a joke and he was like, yeah, the joke about like raising venture funding is you raise $5 million and the first $100,000 goes to your attorneys. Uh, Yeah, I could see I why. Like, I mean, I could see our- 10%. I could see yeah, that. Yeah, our, our deal feels pretty straightforward. Take the LLC, convert it to a C-Corp and man, it is, uh, it is not as straightforward as I had hoped. Yeah, I do have to say, though, having, I don't want to say proper attorneys, we have, we've had proper attorneys, but having an attorney who is into like, well versed in funding and C-Corps and LLCs and really lives in the startup world has been amazing. Because I always thought with attorneys, you'd have kind of an adversarial relationship. Same. But we're like, but I mean, our, I mean, he charges us in seven minute increments to be our friend but yeah. he's also it's like, the only friend i have that does that but we are friends <laughs> um i really have enjoyed having an attorney who knows this stuff and can walk us through this stuff and i am glad i think you know in five years we're going to be glad we went through all this pain and suffering right now yeah and that's that's the goal is there's a huge um tax advantage potentially of being a c-corp um and not there are downsides, of course, but not enough downsides to wipe out the huge potential advantage of being a C corp. So that is uh, that's the reason we're doing it. Um, there's also some immediate taxation benefits between being taxed as a C corp versus a flow through entity, like we're taxed right now. So that makes for very uninteresting radio. But I think, based on her email yesterday, everything is signed and they're filing with uh, the state soon to convert us to a C-Corp. Yeah, I think we are by the end of the week, for sure. I told you this, I think maybe yesterday or whenever we talked, but man, they're like running a business side of running a business sucks. Right? Not well, it's just fun. A tremendous amount of work. Like the lawyer emails and the accountants and the lawyers yeah. and the businessing stuff. It's like, wow, when do I have time to actually work on my business? Yeah, exactly. So, speaking of time to work on the business, uh, that's going to happen for you in March, huh? I am excited. I feel like all of I've been I've been spending time, maybe the last four to six weeks, just putting all of the pieces in place to enable us to move faster. But of course, when you do that, it feels like you're moving slower in the beginning. But I'm starting to feel like all the dominoes are lining up. And yeah, March is the first month where I plan to do no consulting 
and only 100% Hammerstone product business, etc. Yeah. So the I think the key uh, there is that you hired someone to take over basically your role at the client, right? That's right. That's right. And of course, our product is complicated. There's going to be, you know, a lot of ramp up and things like that. But yeah, it, I mean, it's going so well. And so I am just so excited to be able to, even now, I mean, it's only been a few weeks and um, my this new person is already handling the communication and responding to their questions and their issues. And it has just been so liberating. Um, it feels so good. And so it's going to enable me to focus on product, business, everything else that needs to be done to turn this into a, air quotes, real business. And this was the whole, this was the entire point of the tiny seed money so that you could stop consulting and not go hungry. And so now, you know, however many months later, we're here. Like, we get yeah. to try it now. <laughs> Hooray! <Yay>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this was the entire point. And yeah, I get to try it, right? This is the thing I have always wanted to do is actually have the time, energy, and space to try and build a business. And as we have talked about before, we have a business. Like, it works. <laughs> But to move us into a product focus, less services focus, more product focus, that's going to require a fair amount of work. No, a ton mm -hmm. of work, right? And we don't even work. know if it's going to work yet. We have a ton Correct. to do. We got to see if that's even going to work. But here's the thing is I think we've, we've been hiding. I don't want to say hiding. Maybe that's not fair. But maybe we've been kind of sheltering ourselves with the security blanket of the services contract we have, which mm -hmm. is, is great. And we've been doing that for 18 months. Yeah. And so to move away from that services contract is a huge risk because we might get out there and find out that no one else is going to pay you this kind of money yep. for this product. So it's a huge risk. But also, if we never take the risk, we're never going to know. And it's better to know that now, um, I think. And so we'll see what happens. But yeah, March will be the first month. Oh, this is March. <laughs> this is March. Yes. <laughs> welcome. March. Welcome to March. This will be the first month where I plan to be 100% on just the business. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm jealous. I'm so excited. I'm excited you're yeah, to I'm ex just focus on that. And of course it won't. That's not how it'll play out. The client will need you and there's still a transition period. But man, to even consider that as an option, it's amazing. Yeah, it is exciting. And it's scary, too. You don't really realize it's scary until you're there. Because I was like, this is all I have ever wanted to do professionally, ever. And so I didn't really appreciate that there would be this element of like, oh, crap. If <laughs> this doesn't work, this doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh, I'm a dog that caught the car. Now what do I do? <laughs> well, I was talking to a friend the other day about Wildbit. And I was like, I love how Wildbit, like, they just launch stuff. Right. They mm -hmm. just kept launching things. They just have this whole suite of products. And I was, you know, referring to Hammerstone. And I was like, actually, that was our original vision. Yeah. Like we have zeroed in on filtering because that seems to be a need. And it, we think that's going to be our flagship product. But we can just keep building things. And so I guess where I'm going with this is it's good to remember that, like, even if I give this my all and we can't get this particular product off the ground, we'll just make a new product. Yeah, uh, that is actually... Not just making a new product, but that is my dream to just have a bunch of products. That's that's all I want to do. I don't want to talk to attorneys. <laughs> I want to <laughs> hire somebody to do that. But 
I, I just want to. I, I feel just like make a bunch of products. I um. So I was listening to. Oh, I don't remember because it was a couple months now. But it was the um. Who are the guys that make? They make apps. Um, gonna have to be oh, more specific. Gonna, I know they make apps. <laughs> I don't oh, know these like guys. A, oh man. Okay. They have a really popular tools for developers. It's tools for developers. This is but fun. It's not- Keep going. Tools for developers. <laughs> They're guys. They it's make apps. It's gonna be the apps. most boring podcast. No, 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 no. Two guys. There, tools. For- yeah, people are playing along. They're trying to figure it out too. Okay, so it's two guys. Okay. Two guys, two hundreds guys. of millions of dollars. Oh wow, that they're very, down a lot. I think um, they're they're do very well. They're not in our network. They're like famous. They were on a podcast. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like it begins with an R. They make apps, okay. like for develop. No, not they make tools for developers. And okay. people were really skeptical about it at first because mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh, developers won't buy tools." As soon as I say it, you're gonna know. Um, no, 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 no. Okay, so two guys, hundreds of millions of dollars, not in our network. Starts with an R. Dev tools. <laughs> Dev tools. You probably oh heard it on a podcast. So it's probably on, heard them on a podcast. My first okay. million or indie hackers. That's um, probably true. Starts with an Re- R. Retool? Okay. Yes. Wait, is that it? No way. That might be it. Hold on. I think you got it. No yes, way. It was retool. <laughs> yes. I'm the smartest man hired. in the world. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. So let me let me backtrack on what I said. Maybe it wasn't hundreds of millions. Maybe it we was should do that more often. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'd be great at charades. We got to break oh, that out. Oh man, microcom w- charades. <laughs> if if this doesn't work out, charades or stand up comedy, I think we would be just fine. All right. Okay. Can I say? Wait. Side note on that. I love that so much because Aaron. Before I started hanging out with you, no one thought I was funny ever. Yes. Like people don't think I'm funny. Like I am not funny. And then we went to the uh, the microconf, and people were like you guys are like a comedy team. I'm like, yeah. They said, do you have do you have this routine practice? Like no, this is all off the cuff, man. That was awesome. <laughs> so I appreciate that that you bring that out. Yeah. To me. Okay. So where I was going with this story is <laughs> the CEO of Retool was on one of the podcasts I listened mm-hmm. to, and. Maybe they're at third. Maybe they're at tens of millions, not hundreds of millions. To me, it's all the same. Same. Anyway, so he was talking about the relationship he has with his co-founder, and he was talking about how like his co-founder is like the idea guy, and he is like the implementation guy turned into a business guy, and mm-hmm. that made me think of you because I was like, I feel like that kind of mirrors our relationship pretty well. I am eventually glad to hear you say that because I agree. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, eventually, I'm just going to be like, Aaron, go think of a new idea, MVP it, and then we're going to go sell it. Like, this yes. is going to be, I feel like, our relationship. Yes. And that is why you're, what are you, the CEO or the president of the C-Corp? Both. Both. That's <laughs> right. That That is exactly why. Because, frankly, you're you're in charge. So I'm super happy about that. But yeah, that's great. And they do, Retool makes a great product. And I agree. Tens of millions and hundreds of millions is the same thing to me. <laughs> right. I, I super don't it's care about same. that. Um, um, yeah, them and I feel like there's another. There are two others. Command is it Command Bar that just makes like I think they just make um, like the Command K that pops up the quick search. They make an implementation oh, yeah. of that, and then a company that is enormous is um, Flatfile. And they handle CSV, uploading, importing, cleaning, 
kind of like a data pipeline thing, but they just started as like a CSV uploader and stuff like stuff like that gives me great hope where it's like, no, if you, if you can figure it out and that's what we're trying to do, if you can figure it out, people will pay a lot of money for this. Yeah. So, right. So circling back to why I brought that up is I, we are going down this path now, you know, I'm taking us down this path starting this month where it's like, okay, we we've done, I think it was someone, I think it was Ruben Gamez had a tweet the other day about like the hardest place to be with your product is when it's kind of sort of working. Yes. And I feel like we are in the kind of sort of working right now. And so we have to figure out if how we get from kind of sort of working to crushing it. And it just feels great. I think having these, this team, I have this team in place now. Um, Side note, I have this team in place. (laughs) I know. I was just, I didn't want to call it out because I didn't want to minimize it. But wow, look at that. Right? It's so funny because like the early days of me, remember like, you know, years ago when all you wanted or all I wanted was to have a business and you'd hear someone on a podcast talking about hiring and their Mm -hmm. team and you're like, Mm -hmm. I can't even, like, I can't even picture myself there. So here you are. We have this team in place. I know. We have this team in place. They're amazing. That is going to enable me to do two things. And those two things are just work on the product to the point where I can go back with all of these people who are not using it in production, our first mm-hmm. founding customers, and mm-hmm. really get it working for them. And there's just been so many roadblocks to actually doing that. And I feel like those roadblocks, like literally this week, I feel like those roadblocks have been removed. And so that, and I mean, and the next step is like, find more customers. Um, I've got a, a deal with my buddy. He was he was harassing me at my last Indie h- Hacker meetup. Not harassing. I don't mean harassing. Um, but he was giving me a hard time about cold emails. And like, I made a deal with him. I was like, by the time I see you next month, because we see each other every month, I was like, I will, I will have done something, right? I'm not saying I'm going to send out thousands of cold emails, but I will be on the path to finding more customers and figuring out, you know, how to how to source leads and how to find people and all of that stuff. All that like business stuff we have right. to execute on if we're going to turn into a business so here's a question we've talked about um how we think reporting might be the more valuable thing so when you start going to these new people obviously the people that have the product already we need to get that working better for them but when you start doing cold email and cold outreach and stuff what are you going to be telling them about so i think it depends on the time i mean what's your as soon as we can get an MVP, what's your timeline on that MVP for um, for reporting? Well, for Laravel, I'm going to try to do it before the end of this month, so end of March. And now it's kind of go ahead. And you'll be able to use the entire front end. You'll just have to build out the back end, which beyond refine itself, the footprint won't be huge. But there will be, you know, there will be a footprint. You'll have to do some. CSV generation and emailing and scheduling that sort of stuff. So for me into this month to have someone friendly, like install it and use it. That's awesome. So I think the move will be now, much like every month, I'm sure this month will fly by. But I think the move is I will originally reach out to people about refine in rails what Mm -hmm. we have now. Um, Because I'm my first cohort of people I'm going to be looking for are going to be technical people. Mm -hmm. And then 
by mid-March, I mean, even if we had kind of like a screenshot or a vi- you've shown me. Oh, yeah. Some, I like, have screenshots. Yeah, progress. I have fake um, front end that's not tied to anything already. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think then the move would be once you get them on a call, be like, oh, we're also going to be launching this reporting tool, mm-hmm. if you will. Like, is this more appealing? And just kind of see where people, f- what people feel like in terms of that. Should we call it a reporting suite? Doesn't a suite sound much nicer? Oh, yeah. Sweet sounds awesome. That does sound awesome. Reporting sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like know that. what's required for it to be a sweet, but I don't think it matters. I think with marketing, you can just say anything is anything. Yes. I think you can say anything is anything. Yeah. I like it. A reporting sweet for your, we'll figure out, for your application sounds terrible. <laughs> reporting sweet <laughs> for your users. That sound terrible, but it, uh, <laughs> it could use a little work. Yeah. A reporting, reporting sweet for your SaaS application. Yeah. I mean, that makes it just makes so much more sense than query builder. I mean, it doesn't make more sense. It is easier to understand. Just it's easier, easier to communicate to understand. about. And so that's why I think like I had a couple potential calls of people that were kind of like, "Yeah, hey, I want to see the documentation." So I think when I look at how I'm going to start approaching people, um it will be refine first, like refine for Rails. This is the product. You can buy it today and um with maybe on the call, it, you know, maybe I'll have in my back pocket like, oh, and we're also working on this. Is this more interesting to you? Mm-hmm. Or is this something you feel you would rather buy? Yeah, I like that. That makes sense to me. I do like the idea of if you are able to get on the phone with people, um, obviously selling them the thing we have, and then also using that opportunity to get feedback on the thing that we think is potentially better. Yeah, that's what I think. I think that makes sense. And again, where I am with the refined rails, like I don't anticipate this month to be a big, like to really sell anything. Like this Mm -hmm. month is still a building month and a get everyone who has bought it happy month. And let's see where we are um, month. But I think all, again, all of those pieces, putting all of those pieces in place are, are finally moving us in the correct direction to finding product market fit. I agree. We will start uh, iterating those cycles much more quickly, which will be nice. Yes, exactly. Even, you know, we had an onboarding call last week, and it was so nice because we had an onboarding call. We were then able to break that down, you know, see what was hard, see what wasn't hard, and modify it. And, you know, we're hoping to have another onboarding call next week. So just just actually in the process, we were moving so slow before just because of the technical um, technical challenges and the feature requests and bug bug finding in our client Mm -hmm. and so it feel it just feels it feels good because it feels like we are moving a little bit faster like march is the first month where we can actually start kind of moving forward (laughs) right feels good it does it does yeah so on my side i am done with my course at work um congratulations thanks all my all my nights and weekends um are now free again so that feels amazing to have that behind me um yeah so that's a good that's a good thing for both my time and like my headspace i feel way less stressed and so the goal now for my spare time is like i said this month get the reporting uh for laravel done into such a place that somebody that knows us and likes us could use it um, and then start to give me feedback on that. So got one month to do that. I think it's totally feasible. Um, I think it's 
like a lot of the front end stuff, I've already kind of spiked out the implementation and it's great. Like I actually ditched all of the Vue 3 library that we have and just rebuilt a new one using um, the Tailwind Labs headless UI stuff. And it is just... Mm. It is just so much simpler. It's so much easier to use. Our other library supports Vue 2, um, and so we couldn't use headless UI, but this one doesn't, and it's it's just amazing. And also not having to think about how to make it infinitely customizable for everyone makes it so much easier. So it feels great. I'm enjoying it a lot, and I think we can make pretty good progress Um so hopefully it'll be installable by the end of this month in a Laravel app, which is going to be exciting. cool. Yeah, it's like a whole new yeah. half product. I don't I don't think it's an entirely new idea, but it's it's pretty different than what we've been doing. So that'll be good. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be great. So this week I have uh, just been cleaning up a bunch of stuff. So stuff got behind while I was doing that course. And so I've been updating a bunch of our packages for Laravel 10, which released maybe a week or two ago and credit to the Laravel community. When a new, (laughs) a new version of the framework comes out, boy, are they on it? We, uh, we like to update the day of, and so I was a little bit behind with some of my package updates. So I, I had to rely on the kindness of the community to give me a break, but I only missed it by like a week. So um, I know, right? Your face. That like, seems really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are updating like the day of wow. updating their, their apps to Laravel 10. And I'm like, y'all, what? The, the app that I worked on for so long, for like five years um, at the old company, they're still on Laravel 8. And I'm like, yeah, that seems, that seems reasonable to me. And actually, our first customer... Our first refined customer, um, who I won't name by name because what I'm about to say, he was on Laravel 5.6 until several months ago. Um, and so it does give me comfort that like there are lots of real apps out there in the world that are version many versions behind and not everyone updates the day of. But yeah, regardless, um, I got our uh, open source stuff up to Laravel 10 Dealt with the accountant, just lots of cleaning up stuff that I had been um, avoiding. So feels good to catch awesome. up on all that stuff. You know, the feeling like when you've got, you just have stupid stuff hanging over your head and it's a bunch of little stuff, but it just, it just like weighs you down. That, that is the feeling that I've had, you know, leading up to finishing this course. It's like, I got so much stuff I got to do. Like, we're also going to try um, to move this summer, same, same city, just different house. Um, Oh, so, I didn't yeah. know that. Do you guys own your house? Yeah, we do. Um, so we're going to try to sell our house, buy a new house. that's slightly bigger. Cause we have two kids, two bedroom, and we would like to try to have more kids, but you know, it's a 1200 square foot house, pretty small. Um, that is small. Yeah. <laughs> it looks yeah. big in pictures. Yeah. Maybe thanks. cause your deck it's, or something. Cause your backyard. Yeah. The deck is like, maybe half the size of the entire house. Um, So, and then, so of course you're like trying to get pre-approved for a loan and they're like, Hey, can you give me every address that you've ever lived at? And you're like, why? I'll give you the one I'm at right now. I don't, I don't remember where I lived 14 years ago. Like, so just a lot of stupid stuff, but it's all getting done. 
Things are getting crossed off the list and I'm feeling great. And tomorrow I'm going to the zoo with the family. So I'm actually doing some fun stuff on, on PTO days. So feeling very light these days. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, website. Yes. So I got the documentation done. Finally. Oh, yeah. Finally. Yeah, we have... That, speaking uh, of like little well, things that just feel like... Seriously. Uh, that was just something that just felt like such a slog. So I would like to mid-next-week-ish send that out to customers. Can you... There's just like a few little things that need to be fixed in mm-hmm. the Laravel side. Um, I think the header and then like just linking out to it. Yep. Yep. I can do that. Um, That'd be great. Yeah. So we have Ruby Docs live, but they're only Woo! directly addressable by URL. So yeah. I can do that. Um, yeah, I think that's probably it. Do you have anything else? Oh, what are you going to do with your shed quarters when you move? Oh, sad. Um, leave it. Really? I guess you really. can't move it, can you? I had thought about it. I mean, it's sitting on, you know, it's sitting on cinder block. So technically I could absolutely move it. Um, okay. But it's air conditioned space at this point. And so I think it's worth more here than it would be gone. Um, that makes sense. Just the, the struggle to move it. So that's what I tell myself. And I also, that also gives me um, an excuse to do it again. So <laughs> that's when, right. when we get to a new house, I'll do it again and I will do it completely differently, but I will do it again. Mm-hmm. This time, this time I'm going to um, not do everything myself. I'm not even, I'm hardly going to do anything myself. I have a friend who, um, who also got a shed quarters. He got his maybe like six months ago or something. And he had somebody install the drywall. He had somebody carpet it. He had somebody paint it. He had somebody install the AC and he was done in like two or three weeks. I was like, huh, that's, uh, (laughs) that's really interesting. So you're telling me that professionals are a little bit quicker than an amateur trying to learn from YouTube. Huh? That's, that's really interesting. How about that? Yeah. So, and it probably ended up being cheaper because of all of the stupid stuff that I did. So yeah, I'll make a new one and it'll be even more awesome somehow, but yeah, this one will have to stay behind. Yep. Cool. All right. Is that it? That's it. All right. See you later. See ya.